Hey, guys. You know, I think we'll all agree that what we build on is important. You can't just erect a house on any old thing. I mean, you wouldn't want to just build it directly on top of dirt, right? I mean, perhaps that's how it was done back when people didn't know any better. But we've learned a few things the hard way uh, over time. Now, first, you need to lay a good, solid, firm foundation. Then you can start to build the framework. Well, on this episode, we'll deal with this concept as it relates to both our country and our lives as Christians. We'll see that a foundation of lies is like quicksand. Nothing can stand for long on that. But a foundation of truth is firm, and you won't be moved or shaken when troubles come. So stick around. I'm Stace Massengill, and this is the Kingdom Hero Show. Our focus as Christians ought not be on winning arguments, but on winning souls. There are those who are attempting to turn people's reliance away from God and back onto government. We need to view the actions of our government and its leaders through a very specific lens. Does what they do benefit we the people, or does it benefit them? Our true enemy will use every tool at his disposal to cause division, especially within the church. It doesn't matter if the chasm is caused by differing opinions within the church body or if it's caused by differing political views or even something as ridiculously petty as skin color. Love is the key to mending every rift. Over the years of my life, I have worked a great variety of jobs. One of my least favorites was when I helped install septic systems. There's not a lot of glory in a job like that. It's dirty, it's backbreaking, and did I mention dirty? But I did learn a lot while doing it. I was in a lot of new neighborhoods where new houses were being built, so I got to see uh, all the very beginnings of the construction work. If you've ever built a home or other building, it goes without saying that having a solid foundation is key. The bigger the building, in fact, the more crucial the foundation is. Pouring the cement, smoothing it out in a timely manner while it's drying, and forming it into a usable concrete slab, that's a lot of hard work. And it's not exactly a glamorous job either. But the people who do it usually get paid quite well. That's because the foundation is one of the most important parts of the building. It doesn't get seen and admired, but it's necessary to all the other parts that do get seen and admired. Now, why is this so important? Well, you could just throw something together without a firm foundation. In the military, I learned to build a, a lean-to out of crude materials you can find in the woods. Just put a few branches here, a few leaves and mud and pine straw there, and boom, you've got yourself a nifty little temporary structure that might or might not keep the rain off of you, but it's not going to last long. A good gust of wind may blow it away. A wild animal could tear it down, or any number of things could utterly destroy it in, well, very short order. That's not something I'd want to live in. And I know you're probably familiar with the story of the wise man who built his house on a rock, and the foolish man who built his house on sand. Things didn't work out too well for the foolish man who built his house on the sand, now did it? 
Sand isn't stable. It shifts and moves under pressure. Think about it. Have you ever walked on the beach by the ocean? You can feel the sand under your feet shifting around just from the weight of you walking on it. Imagine how unstable it would be if the weight of an entire house was placed on it. I know this is elementary stuff, right? Sure, but these simple concepts sometimes, well, seem to escape us. I mean, how many times have you seen a marriage or other relationship fall apart because it was built carelessly on things that are shallow or unstable? Foundation is key for lots of things. Uh, Buildings, relationships, and definitely our walk with God. Without the proper footing beneath us, we can easily slip and fall. And in our relationship with God, well, uh, that's got to be built on the firmest of foundations, the rock that is Jesus Christ himself. Now, on this show, I talk a lot about truth. Whatever the topic is, I have to rely heavily on the truth that I know uh, to keep things in the right perspective. In, in that way, truth is the foundation upon which I build a discussion. And truth is the tool I use to reach the proper conclusions. Without truth to build on, the discussion will fall apart and amount to nothing. Or as my dad used to say, that don't amount to a hill of beans, boy. Um, I'd just be wasting your time and mine. But not everyone chooses to build on something as stable and immutable as the truth. No, some people like to live on the wild side. Their foundation is one of lies. But a foundation of lies is like trying to walk on top of quicksand. You very quickly start to sink, and you get deeper the more you struggle to free yourself. People who build their lives around lies have to work harder too and that's not a good thing ever notice that in order to maintain one lie you have to well you usually have to tell another lie and then another and and then another and so on pretty soon all you have is a web of lies that what's easy to get tangled up in you end up tripping over one lie while trying to keep another lie from being found out it's exhausting Not that I've ever done that myself. Truth, on the other hand, stands on its own. You don't have to try to support it when it's true. It just stands there, solid. Yeah, like a rock. If I tell the truth, which I always do, then I don't have to remember what I said. Make up a lie, though, and you you might forget it. But the truth is always the truth. That's a pretty solid foundation. That's something you can build on. What's one of the biggest problems with a very large number of politicians? You got it. Their tendency to lie. I mean, it's what they're notorious for, right? I know this is stereotypical, but just go with me. When someone someone mentions politicians, you usually think of these dishonest people who make phony campaign promises to get votes and lie through their teeth every time they speak, don't you? Come on, that's who you think of. Come on, man! And such a person as that has basically become addicted to the power of their office, corrupted by greed, and lies are their first language. That uh, sounds an awful lot like one of the descriptions of Satan, doesn't it? 
he is referred to as the father of lies. One passage actually says that when he lies, he is speaking his native tongue. But while it's easy to point fingers at crooked politicians or even at the devil, we tend to gloss over or excuse our own lies. But those lies, however harmless they may seem, can be insidious. If we give Satan any foothold in our lives, he will exploit it. One little lie can lead to another and another until we find ourselves in quicksand. And the enemy will destroy you if he can, starting with weakening of your of your foundation. I've often noted that our country was founded on godly principles. The biblical values held by the vast majority of our founding fathers was what formed the foundation of America. The fact that she has stood for so long is a tribute to the wisdom of those biblical principles she was built on. But our government, however nobly intended, is still run by fallible men and women. And that once solid foundation is becoming, well, more and more unstable year after year. It's being chipped away at by corrupt people who want to remold it into something other than the constitutional republic that has assured freedom for more than two centuries now. The more they jackhammer at that foundation, the closer it gets to crumbling beneath, beneath the, uh, the weight of oppression and tyranny. And why? Well, why would anyone want to destroy the very foundation under our feet? Precisely because it is godly in nature. Their rejection of these founding principles are, in fact, a rejection of Scripture. They're a rejection of, well, God's Word. I'm not trying to equate our founding documents with the Bible, understand. I'm, I'm merely pointing out that those documents are full of biblical truths and precepts, and that's what these people are rejecting. This is the very foundation that has kept us strong and thriving. It has ensured our liberties. It has kept tyranny at bay. It has protected the rights of the people from, well, from being infringed upon by government. And yet, those who are foolish enough to do so are actually trying to tear it down in some misguided attempt to remake it in their image, in their idea of how it ought to be. Essentially, they're cutting off the nose in spite of the face. Let me take a moment to tell you about Great Commission Ministries. Beginning in 2011, this ministry was a calling I had to spread the good news of Christ. Not only that, it was designed to give hope and encouragement to those who need it most. Over the years, GCM has utilized a video web series called The GC, then moved into publishing blogs, and now these podcasts. The goal is still the same, to spread the gospel and provide encouragement, while also shining a biblical light on current events. Would you consider supporting this ministry? You can easily and securely do so through PayPal by going to KingdomHeroBlog.com slash support. That's KingdomHeroBlog.com slash support. Any gift is appreciated and will help GCM to continue being a beacon of truth, salt, and light. Go right now to KingdomHeroBlog.com slash support. That's KingdomHeroBlog.com slash support. Thank you and God bless you.
So what makes a foundation stable? Firmness, durability, being able to withstand all the pressure and weight of that which is built on top of it. A small structure only needs a foundation strong enough to support a little. Um, A larger building, like a skyscraper, needs a much stronger foundation. What about a nation? Well, obviously, the foundation has to be seriously strong in order to support something as monumental as an entire country, its infrastructure, and its people. And that's the foundation that so many have been trying to undo here in the USA for a very long time. What's an even more pressing concern is what this does to the people. When a country goes against the will of God, its people suffer for it. The moral decay that has been allowed to exist and spread like a cancer for so long is threatening to eat away at the very soul of America. Homeless people are being neglected in our streets. Where's their American dream? Uh, Innocent unborn babies are being barbarically butchered in the womb. Where's their safe space? These atrocities and others go on right under our very noses. And we just go on like it's what? No big deal? You might say, oh, come on, that stuff has been happening forever. Well, an awful lot of evil can happen when good people sit by and do absolutely nothing to prevent it. Don't we then share in the blame? Feeding the hungry, comforting the weary, praying for the sick, speaking up for those who can't speak for themselves. Are these really things that are just too hard to do? If so, then then why? What have you built your life upon? Are you committed to God's principles? Does his love and grace flow from you to those around you? Uh, If not, my friends, well, then perhaps we should check ourselves. I'll say it again. What we build on is important. Are our lives built on the firm foundation of God's word? If so, then we ought to be making a difference in this world by our actions and our words. Are we getting tangled up in our own proclivities? Do we claim Christianity in name only rather than living it out? Are we letting Jesus be our example? Or are we fashioning our lives to resemble someone else? Are we holding fast to the truth and rebuking the lies? Let's look at Psalm 15. It says, O Lord, who shall sojourn in your tent? Who shall dwell in your holy hill? He who walks blamelessly and does what is right and speaks truth in his heart, who does not slander with his tongue and does no evil to his neighbor, nor takes up a reproach against his friend, in whose eyes a vile person is despised, but who honors those who fear the Lord, who swears to his own hurt and does not change, who does not put out his money at interest and does not take a bribe against the innocent. He who does these things shall never be moved. If you really want to firm up your foundation, study this passage. I mean, really study it. It's full of goodies. It speaks of walking blamelessly, doing what is right, speaking truth, not slandering, uh, doing no evil, not holding a grudge, despising what is vile, and honoring those who revere God, committing to uh, follow through, even if it hurts. And look at this, not even charging interest on a loan and refusing bribery. 
These are all attributes of someone who has a firm foundation in God's word and will not be moved, swayed, or otherwise deterred. Now, I don't know about you, but I would love for such words to describe me and my walk with the Lord. But it doesn't just happen. Much like the that concrete slab we looked at earlier, it, it takes a lot of effort and hard work. It takes commitment, and it takes a willingness to trust God with those details that we usually want to put, put our own hands to. Uh, we get bogged down in the details way too often. We ask ourselves questions like, how can I even make a difference anyway? What if I fail? How do I know that that person is really homeless and not running a scam? Or one of my personal favorites, can't someone else do it? Can't someone else do it? When we let those silly questions consume us, we tend to end up doing nothing. So... It's best not to even go there. I mean, just commit to doing good. Pray about it and let God point out opportunities to fulfill his will. Intentionally look and listen. Put put in the work and let God bless it. Uh, read his word and let him bring it to life within you. Meditate on it and walk it out. The more you do this and the more time you spend seeking God and his will, the more firm your foundation will become. It's not going to happen without work. Sometimes people can mistakenly think that all they have to do is maybe read a little scripture here and there, uh, or go to church once in a while, or anything else that gives them a sense of doing their part. I've heard people say, well, I've been in church for a while now, and I think I know a thing or two about God's will. But that's actually the problem. Too many times we only know a thing or two and think we know it all. There's a lot more to it than just that. Just like there's, well, more to laying a foundation than dumping out a little cement. Let's look at uh, a little more closely at that story of the wise man and the foolish man we mentioned before. And remember, this is Jesus talking. In Luke chapter 6 is where we find this, starting with verse 47. Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose, the stream broke against that house and could not shake it because it had been founded upon the rock. But the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who built his house on the ground without a foundation. When the stream broke against it, it immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. You see, it's the wise man who hears the words of Jesus and does them. And it's the foolish man who hears those words and does not do them. Our foundation has to be the words of Jesus. We must hear them and do them. Otherwise, our foundation will be weak or non-existent. And our house, our very lives, will fall. And this passage emphasizes that it won't just be ruined but greatly ruined.
Hey, let me ask you a question. Do you like this podcast? You can share it with others, but you can also send me a message. And you have a couple of choices in how to do that. First, if you go to KingdomHeroBlog.com slash contact, that's KingdomHeroBlog.com slash contact, you can submit a text message to me using the form on the contact page. Second, if you'd like to leave me a voice message, you can do that by going to Anchor.fm slash KingdomHero slash message and just follow the instructions there. Again, that's Anchor.fm slash KingdomHero slash message. Now, either way you do it, I'd love to hear from you. And you may even hear your comment, question, or message on a future podcast. So, what are you waiting for? Go to KingdomHeroBlog.com slash contact to text me. Or Anchor.fm slash KingdomHero slash message to leave a voice message. And send me your feedback today. Ask yourself this. Am I firmly founded on the rock? Am I following and living out the words and instructions of Jesus? If you've struggled to make your life into something and find you're falling short, is it because you're trying to build on a shaky or faulty foundation? What are you building on? Anything less than the truth of God's word, and it might as well be shifting sand. Let's look quickly here at 1 Corinthians chapter 3, starting with verse 10 says, according to the grace of God given to me, like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation and someone else is building upon it. Let each one take care how he builds upon it, for no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, in here, Paul was speaking of the church which is built on the foundation of Jesus Christ, no other foundation will do. Further down, he says, what others build on it will be tested by fire. And, starting with verse 14, if the work that anyone has built on the foundation survives, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, though he himself will be saved, but only as through fire. Now, What I find interesting is that right after Paul speaks of the importance of having Jesus as our foundation, he goes on to speak of us being, uh, of us as being the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit. Look at verse 16. Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy, and you are that temple. Now, this sheds new light on our need for a good foundation in our lives. If, if we ourselves are to be the temple for God's Spirit, then we certainly wouldn't build him some shoddy old rickety shack to live in, now would we? No, we'd want to build him a glorious place worth Uh, well worthy of his presence and since we within ourselves are completely unworthy we can only be made worthy through jesus with the words of jesus written on our hearts and with our own commitment to carrying out his commands we lay that firm foundation for our lives and that is something we can build upon and the bible the bible is our blueprint for constructing lives befitting as children of God. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening. Check out my website, KingdomHeroBlog.com. That's KingdomHeroBlog.com. Share with others and also leave a comment on the contact page of the site. Until next time, God bless you. And remember, you should try to live peaceably with man, but you got to give the devil hell.